0: It's time for Speaking of Sports, your weekly look inside at the stats, scores, opinions, and facts from a kid's point of view. You can't miss one moment of the action going on in the next hour. Now, here is your host.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speaking of Sports on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Caleb Bushy here, joined by Nikki Murr here at the Scottsdale Fashion Square Mall in in the Microsoft Store here in Scottsdale. So... As you see, this is our first show of 2014, a big Happy New Year to everyone. And uh, let's get down to business with the National Hockey League. And pretty much we're going into the Winter Olympics as many uh, many of the NHL players are going to play for their country, whether if it's in Canada or Team USA. It's going to be a very exciting Winter Olympics. But not only that, we're getting into the NHL Stadium Series between uh, in Los Angeles, Anaheim and L.A. and the two games in New York. Between the Islanders and New Jersey, and uh, the Rangers will be hosting both of those games. So, Nikki, what do you think uh, so far as we uh, start this new year? What's going on in the NHL?
2: Well, there's a lot going on as the teams have gone over the halfway point. There's some pretty good contenders that are sta- that are still up there in the standings, which for most of them, especially like Pittsburgh and Chicago, are no surprise. And then it's been just interesting so far to see teams and their changes. Like Winnipeg just got a new coach, and they haven't lost under him yet. So it'll be kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, that no, even though this is late news that Shane Doan is back on the Coyotes, and it's not really treating them a little good, but they're definitely better than they were without him. And so far, after the holidays, it's been a big change in rankings. Pittsburgh is number one in the Eastern Conference. Boston is just below them at number two. Over in the Western Conference, a little bit of a surprise here, Anaheim is number one, 36-9. and nine. They've only lost nine times. So far, it's pretty surprising how Anaheim, kind of Los Angeles' second city, is one of the top teams, the number one team in the Western Conference. So let's take a look here at the bottom rankings, see who's not doing good. And then, the eastern conference we got the new york islanders florida panthers and last place is the buffalo sabers which are n- not really doing good at the moment i mean let's just say this is not their good year at this point but pretty much as we get in uh closer to the playoffs which is only just a few months away what's really what's really going to change this NHL hockey season is the olympic break many players get injured during the olympics and pretty much play their heart out when it, comes to those two weeks
3: all right you guys got to look at one more thing points look at the islanders and look at the eighth spot not that far off you remember a couple of years ago with the coyotes making a big run at the end of the year and got into the playoffs like in the last game or two big difference um the islanders have won six or seven games so a team can get hot and roll in you know so you're making a good point but don't be surprised if some of these lower teams get close to the eight spot or look at the eight and seven spots on that list when you go into the other conference too with the coyotes
2: western spread out more though right
1: it is
3: sure so it's i mean the western may be a a stronger conference that's why you may have big separations at the bottom where the the other conference, um, there's a lot of middle-packed teams. You know, like you made a point in your last show that the Rangers, a team that spends a lot, just is a middle-ground team. You know, they're not, you know.
1: And the Rangers are at least in the top five teams. looks like they're ranked uh, at least number six. So it's definitely huge. I think New York is a good team. I mean, Henrik Lundqvist has kind of struggled, though, as the NHL season started. And now he's going to be playing for Team Russia in the Sochi Winter Olympics. So definitely maybe Henrik Lundqvist could change his attitude when it comes to getting close to the Stanley Cup playoffs and the Winter Olympics. We all know what could happen. And not only that, in the Western Conference, pretty much the teams have only struggled in that conference pretty much... More of the Canadian teams like Winnipeg, Calgary, and Edmonton, which pretty much have been really uh, low-graded teams so far. And pretty much the Chicago Blackhawks who won the Stanley Cup last year are starting to progress more. They're just below Anaheim. The Anaheim Ducks are ranked number two. The record is currently 31-8, and and it should be very huge to see what the Blackhawks could do to get back to the Stanley Cup. Uh, final maybe uh, go for a repeat you never know but it's definitely exciting to see uh, who's gonna uh, which teams are gonna change after the Winter Olympics cause I mean like I said it's gonna change a lot because a lot of players are gonna be injured but what do you uh, what do you think is gonna happen after the Winter Olympics for uh, many of these teams Nikki?
2: Well some teams uh, like the Blackhawks have so many more players than other teams so it kind of depends on how the players spend their break because two, two weeks in Russia can take a toll on the guys, while two weeks at home resting can really help some teams. So it'll be definitely different for many teams, but some will benefit and some won't.
1: Well, speaking of uh, Win- the Winnipeg Jets, who just hired their new head coach, uh, I'll take Paul uh, Maurice. And so far, since they hired him, the Jets have pretty much been unstoppable. Now, Winnipeg was uh, used to be the uh, Phoenix Coyotes. They relocated. Then Atlanta relocated to Winnipeg. So definitely a huge team. But it turns out the win with the Jets, third, uh, third in a row since uh, Maurice replaced uh, Claude uh, Noel this past Sunday and pushed the Oilers' winless streak to four games. So definitely a huge change for Winnipeg. And even though they're not... You don't know, see us one of the best teams because that's affecting their record. Sooner or later they may have a good Stanley Cup playoff spot when it comes to the postseason. So what do you think about that, Nikki, with Winnipeg and their new head coach?
2: Well, it was definitely a good change for them. They are they could make a playoff run at this point. They are only eight points out of eighth. So Winnipeg is definitely gonna start being a contender as the season moves on.
1: Yeah, and only that for it winnipeg also the vancouver caducs who seem to have a poor performance so far this uh this currently going in the season Henrik uh sedans uh, C- iron-, iron man streak is a jeopardy at, at a time when the vancouver Canucks really need the leading scorer and definitely last time i saw the vancouver Canucks, when they got beat by the phoenix coyotes which is very exciting and uh head coach uh, John Torella and Seaton who leads the team with 40 points will be a game time decision against the Calgary Flames on Saturday night so definitely uh, big changes are coming to some of these uh, teams like Vancouver and Winnipeg you never know what's going to happen they could even be the Stanley Cup champions as we see in the future but you never know what happens we're just before the Winter Olympics and things could change very quickly when it comes to it so Anyways, as we uh, talk about more of the NHL, we go to the stadium series. And uh, more uh, of going to Los Angeles and New York and uh, uh, L.A. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be at Dodger Stadium, which we broadcast Dodger games right here on Star Radio Network. The rink is taking shape at uh, Dodger Stadium. As preparations are well underway for the 2014 NHL Stadium Series between... The L.A. Kings and the Anaheim Ducks, which will take place on January 25th, near which will pretty much be near late January as January will come to an end. And Dan Craig, the NHL's uh, senior director of facility operations, had his crew working on sunset Thursday to sunrise Friday, spraying water to build the first quarter inch of ice. Remember, it's over 70 degrees in Los Angeles, so it's definitely going to be hard to play an outside game and that kind of weather and what do you think of uh, playing that kind of weather Nikki?
2: (laughs) Well going from the winter classic where it was practically 10 degrees there and then going straight to LA which in LA they have temperatures over 80 degrees right now so playing a hockey game will be definitely difficult for them but it'll the ice crew is definitely going to have to work hard coming up.
1: Well definitely going to be a huge uh, See what, what will happen. and We'll talk about this more later after the break, but we're going to take a break. You're listening to Speaking of Sports on the Voice America Kids Network, live from the Scottsdale Fashion Square Mall in Scottsdale, Arizona. Stay connected.
4: Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com.
0: You're tuned in to Speaking of Sports on Voice America Kids. Now, back into the action. And
1: welcome back to Speaking of Sports on the Voice America Kids Network here in the Scottsdale Fashion Square Mall at the Microsoft Store. And uh, we're also being broadcasted simultaneously on the Kids Star Radio Network Live. And uh, moving on, just where we left off, the National Hockey League, talking about the NHL Stadium Series. But really what we're going to get into now is uh, more of a celebrity sightings and uh, we've seen as the preparations uh, for the stadium series begin. And uh, Nikki, why don't you tell us uh, more about that?
2: Well, one of them that kind of stands out to me so far is Shaquille O'Neal Shaq drove a Zamboni in New Jersey, which I would love to have seen that. That was probably a sight and then justin bieber in toronto he's from that area so not as shocking uh curtis granderson a new a new york met now uh has been breaking in time in new york and then carrie underwood whose husband plays for nashville has been cheering on him so a couple different celebrities around but there's always fun to see who is around the nhl
1: oh definitely it's gonna be very exciting i mean the reason how this pretty much all started the Stadium Series is uh, trying to benefit the fans more after uh, what happened in the lockout last year. But what do you uh, think you're most looking forward to, to this first ever Stadium Series event?
2: Uh, the Stadium Series, I definitely, it's going to be fun. I mean, playing in Dodger Stadium will be incredible seeing those two because those two teams have such a big rivalry together. But. I mean, seeing Yankee Stadium as an NHL arena for one for two nights, actually, and then seeing uh, Pittsburgh and Chicago go against each other in March, I think that'll be fun to see Soldier Field really as a hockey arena with two pretty good teams, impressive teams.
1: Oh, yeah, it's going to be very exciting. And of all the uh, NHL uh, uh, teams uh, that are located in their cities, uh, what city would you uh, would look forward to, uh, uh, out of all the entire country in Canada, what city would you want the stadium series to be played in?
2: Well, I don't know. I mean, they've pretty much covered some of the big ones here.
1: Well, Glendale or uh, Chase Field and <laughs> Phoenix.
2: Yeah, there's talk that some of our owners want a winter classic here in Arizona, so I think that would be kind of interesting to see it at Chase Field. It would be a little different.
1: Oh yeah, and the Coyotes are pretty much from a hockey nation. That's Winnipeg, so they pretty much relocated here. So definitely, they know a lot about hockey and their history. So, but we're going to have to see what happens uh, as we go into the uh, first ever stadium series, which is going to be huge. And uh, so it's going to be there's going to be one game in LA between Anaheim and the LA Kings, which will be held at Dodger Stadium. It's going to be Little interesting how they're gonna set everything up, but we'll see what happens. And in uh, New York, there's gonna be actually for the first time two uh, Stadium Series games. One night will take place against the uh, Rangers and the New Jersey Devils, and the next night will be against the uh, Rangers and the New York Islanders. And then there's also a game in Chicago, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks that. uh, I forgot the other team. What is uh, the other team?
2: Uh, it's gonna be Chicago versus the Pittsburgh Penguins.
1: Oh wow, that's gonna be it. that's gonna be a great matchup. All these great uh, games are gonna be huge. The first ever NHL Stadium Series. It's gonna have a really big fan base, and hopefully they're gonna do this every year other than the Winter Classic. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. So, oh yeah, it's gonna be very exciting. So let's move on now from uh, hockey to the National Football League. It's NFL Championship Week as we are just only one step closer to the Super Bowl, which will be this year in uh, two cities, New York and New Jersey, at MetLife Stadium, which is home to the Giants and the Jets. And uh, so far, only four teams are surviving right now, but after this Sunday, there will only be two teams left, and that's Denver, New England, San Francisco, and Seattle. Denver will take on New England in the A- AOC Championship. San Francisco will take on Seattle in the NFC Championship. And uh, it should be a very interesting Sunday. We'll find out who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl. I'm definitely excited. I know um, the NFC Championship is the one I'm looking forward to the most San Francisco and Seattle. And what's uh, interesting is that um, in the AFC Championship against uh, Denver and New England, it's uh, been a huge rivalry between these two teams, especially Payne Manning and uh, Tom Brady. They faced each other earlier this season, so it's definitely been a huge game, and looking forward to uh, what's going to happen.
3: So why why will Denver win the Super Bowl? let just focus on each of those teams. Well,
1: I mean, it's not. I think uh, Denver will uh, win the Super Bowl. I mean, I I just don't see them as a really good team. I mean, they um, they always come up short in the NFL playoffs. And don't get me wrong, I mean, the Denver Broncos are a good team. they got Peyton Manning, one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League, but it seems that they always seem to come up short and pretty much risk all their energy on the regular season rather than the playoffs. And that's why I think that's where New New England to take advantage of that and hopefully go back to the Super Bowl and uh, actually win one for the first time in several years. And... Uh, what do you think? Like, how do you think Denver is going to go to the Super Bowl and possibly win it?
3: It's going to be Seattle and Denver.
1: Seattle and Denver. Uh, uh,
3: and, and Seattle wins.
1: I I, I think Seattle is a good team. I mean, they definitely are, are I think they're the better team going into this matchup against San Francisco. But, yeah, um, remember that San Francisco's had a pretty good season. They uh, lost in the Super Bowl last year against the Baltimore Ravens, which, uh, it's not exactly what they wanted, but uh, it was a huge game last year, and um, hopefully they'll uh, look to repeat history, but this time win the Super Bowl. But I, so far, I think Seattle has got the huge advantage. But overall, Nikki, what do you think uh, of going to the NFL championships? Like just off your predictions, who do you think is going to win?
2: Uh, I have to agree with you guys here. Seattle and Denver, I kind of want to see more going into the Super Bowl but overall I feel like Seattle they've just had everything this year they've been doing so well coming through the NFL and they haven't been this consistent team that they have been so it'll be fun to see them but I definitely feel Seattle
3: I gotta add to that there's three things that have been in my head all week about um, this teams going to the Super Bowl and, and I heard somebody said the other day, oh, New England is uh, here that I go. They're always finding a way to get there. They haven't won a Super Bowl in a very long time. They've been there, and they they lost to the Giants twice. Um, They just – we act like they've won every Super Bowl, but they haven't won. The Cardinals have been to the Super Bowl just as many they have in the last six years. You get it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. And here's the other thing about New England is – they play in one of the weakest divisions year in year out, and you know, 11 five record or 12 four record easily could be a 10 and six record if the Jets or Miami, somebody in that division wake up and and battle. I mean, if, if you look at that, I mean, the, your, your Cardinals here in Arizona are a great example of a team that wins 10 games and can't get into the playoffs because of the division is so so hard new england has never been challenged year in and year out and you get injuries to that but you also get a lot of uh you know wild cards out of they win the division every year when was the last time they were a wild card you know what i'm saying yeah. so they're always a winning team because nobody competes with them that's that always bothers me how do we give them way so much credit the other part is the weather's going to be uh, warmer in Denver, and I think it really helps uh, Manning, who seems to struggle in cold climate. He, he did it last year when he uh, against the uh, Broncos. He threw the interception in overtime that kind of sealed the fate. And then the other part is Seattle and San Francisco. We've learned that the referees have been giving the defensive backs a chance uh, to play physical, and we know Seattle plays very physical and their DBs, their their safeties and their cornerbacks and so those pass interferences there have only been six pass interferences since the playoffs started, that's not a lot and that may be a key factor in how this game is going to be played in Seattle too
1: Well this is going to be a challenge for New England pretty much the biggest challenge they can get, they've pretty much been to the conference championship uh, several appearances they've been to the conference championship over the past few years but never actually succeeded it was a good team they beat to actually go to the Super Bowl and win it. So definitely going to be a huge question that's going to be asked and pretty much we'll see what's going to happen in the AFC Championship. But I kind of agree. I mean, now looking at those statistics, I think Denver could go to the Super Bowl and beat, have what it takes to beat New England and uh, go to the big city for the Super Bowl. And now only that, the only uh, team I don't see going to the Super Bowl also is San Francisco. I mean, I mean, Colin Kaepernick, they've had an incredible playoff season. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they've <laughs> they been playing in such cold weather like Green Bay, and uh, I guess that was probably the coldest game for them. But, I mean, I just think they're pretty much burnt out on energy and pretty much are pretty much going to let it go when it comes to getting that ticket to the Super Bowl. So definitely see what's going to happen. but. I I think it's going to be the Seahawks in Denver. I mean, I haven't seen Seattle go to a Super Bowl in such a long time. Well, maybe they even have it, but definitely going to be huge. So with that, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Speaking of Sports on the Voice America Kids Network in Scottsdale, Arizona.
4: We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy (laughs) for help tune into paul's around the world you'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy listen fridays at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern on voice america kids
0: you're tuned into speaking of sports on voice america kids now back into the action
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Sports on the Voice America Kids Network and on the Kidstar Radio Network. We're live in the Microsoft Store in the Scottsdale Fashion Square Mall in Scottsdale, Arizona. So we're still talking about the National Football League as we just came off uh, talking about the NFC Championship Week, predicting who's going to go to the Super Bowl. But let's talk about more of teams that are pretty much out for the season, and like um, Arizona, Minnesota, Tennessee, all those teams you know. And uh, now I'm going talk about Ken Wisenhunt, who's uh, going to be signing for the uh, now head coach of the Tennessee Titans, who's a uh, former head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, and uh, should be very exciting. I mean, uh, I know Ken Wisenhunt was a coordinator for the uh, San Diego Chargers uh, this past season, but now staying the job in uh, Tennessee, which is going to be huge. Also a new head coach who I'm very familiar with, uh, Jay Gruden. Of the, uh, new, he's now head coach of the Washington Redskins. and I pretty much know Jay. Uh, I've been friends with him for a long time. He used to play in my uh, dad's arena uh, football league team, back in Orlando. And now he's uh, moving to bigger steps and uh, now has a huge head coaching job uh, in Washington. So best of luck to him. And um, Nikki, what, do you, uh, what else do you uh, think about these uh, new head coaches, how it's going to change the upcoming season?
2: Well, joining Wisenhunt, uh in Tennessee could be his old defensive coordinator from Arizona, ray horton so if that if that works out that could be very very good for tennessee going on and just new coaches it's always you know wait and see till they start playing again so we'll see how that all goes
1: oh yeah i'm very excited not only that what some big changes we're going to see in the upcoming season minnesota the minnesota vikings are going to be playing in a uh, new temporary home which will be the university of minnesota Currently, their original home, the Metrodome, which has been home for the Vikings since 1982, was pretty much blown uh, pretty much, yeah, blown to the ground, I would say. And uh, they're going to play in a new stadium, which will be uh, beginning in 2016. It's going to be more of an outdoor stadium, so they're going to get rid of that uh, roof as part of, their, uh, part of their new stadium. But it's definitely huge. And for the next two years, while they're... Uh, Coming in construction, their uh, their home. They're going to be playing at the University of Minnesota, which will be huge. And only that, uh, so we got a new stadium. San Francisco is going to have a new home, the uh, Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, which is a huge. Candlestick Park has been uh, the home for at least more than 30 years, and how could we forget about the earthquake that uh, hit the World Series against San Francisco and Oakland, which was uh, pretty much a very uh, scary moment at the time, but definitely – a lot of history has been made, and now it's time for at least more new beginnings in the NFL. So very excited to see what's coming in uh, 2014 and uh, pretty much more of uh, 2016 and 2017, what's going to happen. And also, as uh, released by Arizona State University, their new renovation plans, which will will have a new stadium and a new uh, plaza in the north upper deck of the end zone. And... Um, it's gonna be very exciting. There's gonna be some big changes coming, and uh, starting this uh, starting this month, they're gonna be blowing out, the, basically demolishing the north uh, north upper upper deck of Sun Devil Stadium. So it's definitely gonna be huge. And I mean, what do you think? Nicky, uh, of these big changes going on around the NFL and college football?
2: Well, at least with the one uh, well, first in Minnesota, it'll be interesting to see how they play at the University of Minnesota. And then going to ASU and college football, that that plan will be definitely kind of interesting to see how they improve it. I've seen some of the the um, changes that they're making, and they've already started, so it'll be interesting.
1: Oh yeah, definitely going to be interesting. As you see, the Sun Devils are not; uh, they're going to be playing at Sun Devil Stadium during the current renovations uh, in uh, multi. 2015 through 2017 which will be the official uh, grand reopening of the new stadium and you uh, know uh, Cornelius what do you think about these uh, new looks and not only that uh, we're getting more to the Broncos and the Patriots later but what do you think of this upcoming 2014 year
3: it's gonna be the year of purity <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll see more teams getting back to the the roots of their game football will go more back into physical running the football i think we're seeing the trend developing now as we watch nfl teams in the playoffs get back more to the running game that keys their victories um and i think that's the trend that you'll see because usually when it comes to playoff football it's a grind and you need to have that running game and a good run physical defense and i think that's going to set the tone for the future we're going to get away from these quarterback uh you know the, the Kaepernick's of the world are um you know We're going to get more back into that big running back, and I think we're, that's the trend. Um, the NFL draft will show that. Baseball wise, um, you're going to see the, the more traditionals going back. Um, the game will get cleaner. Um, I think there'll be a, a, a big awakening with the drug testing, which has failed Major League Baseball because you look at all the guys who got caught, that one of them was tested by the NMLB. It was all done by word of mouth and through all the legalities. Um, um, but Seaia League like, is gone and I um, I'm looking for the, a new start with the commissioner's office and for baseball um, I also know that um, t- the teams that are in the big cities will rise even further the Chicago Cubs will make a stand this year I know I can see this happening um, you see what happened with already with the Yankees and the Dodgers um, I think it's a year of the traditionals in baseball and when it gets to um, something that uh, you're familiar with is a new marketing scheme when it comes to sports is what TV reality is you know we've seen it with HBO um, doing their special on uh, each summer with NFL teams doing a reality show well now it's going to the arena football league and I know you know more about it than I do
1: oh yeah and before we uh, get into that um, speaking of the um Major base um major league baseball. <laughs> uh isn't there gonna be a huge rule change in uh uh regarding uh replays and under review? Yeah, next season
3: we'll have more replay on the um, on certain plays. Not everything. Um but it's mainly to um you know, there's a lot of games being decided. Just like the NFL, there's been a lot of atrocious calls, non calls. Baseball has been pretty bad too. I mean when you when a guy when you see no hitters don't happen when you everybody sees it you know um it's just pretty, you know it's it's a game of inches there's white lines involved um there's fan interference involved <laughs> how often have be seen that um so yeah baseball will have um the instant replay coming into effect real soon the other thing that we're probably going to see more and more of is the um um uh, the umpires getting more involved in speeding up the game. They're, they haven't been done a good job of that. Where they get the pitchers, there are some pitchers out there that take 30 seconds between pitches. Now I get that, but you're doing it. you mean, you know, and when you have a shot clock in basketball, you have a play clock in football. I know hockey doesn't really have anything like that.
2: Hockey's already fast-paced, yeah.
3: right? So yeah. you don't, you yeah. know, and that's a good point. Um, but baseball. Um, for the game in the interest of the games pick up the pace a little bit i don't mind leaving a stadium i hate when people say it's too long i was there for three hours i'm like i wish i was there for four hours i mean i love you know like like yeah. why i i want to be here but you know so i'm not worried about it. i just know that it, pitchers need to be sped up a little bit too
1: yeah and also um for baseball uh, you know if uh, you can tell us more of the information about the upcoming uh, la dodgers season on kidstar radio network
3: yeah, um, our sixth season, uh, February 1st, will be uh, KidStar. We'll be there with the, our Star Junior Dodgers broadcasters uh, fan fest for the Dodgers. We have our own booth. And um, any fans in the L.A., Orange County area more than invited to come out, sign up, and uh, get to learn more about it and even audition. Uh, I know Skyler, one of our female broadcasters, will be there. Um and uh, a few others, but I'm looking forward to another great year with um, ourselves in the, in the Dodger Stadium. Um, they have a great team, and uh, you know the fans show up when they win, so uh, they just go home early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they really do.
1: Yeah, it's going to be very interesting, and not only like that, uh, the Dodgers season's going to be uh, just around the corner. We're gonna have a Dodger bro- Junior Dodger broadcast, uh, which will start later this April as the season will get to full swing. And now in that, a, um, we'll have a can't say much, but we'll have a huge, uh, big announcement for Kid Star regarding lo- uh, the city of Los Angeles. So it's gonna be very exciting. Can't say much, but we'll assure you we'll be announcing it very soon. And uh, so far, uh, Nikki. Uh, I mean, what do you think about these uh, big changes in uh, 2014? Looking forward to this new year?
2: I'm looking forward to seeing the changes in baseball. You know, the replays will help fans because then they get to see more of it. And then if the pitchers are getting sped up, you know, then people are going to stay around and it'll help the pace of the game a lot. All
1: right. Well, um, we'll get more into that just about later. But we're going to take a break here on Speed in the Sports. And once again, you're listening to Speaking of Sports on the Voice America Kids Network.
4: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at T R N.
0: You're tuned in to Speaking of Sports on Voice America Kids. Now, back into the action.
1: And welcome back to Speaking of Sports on the Voice America Kids Network, live from Scottsdale, Arizona, the Scottsdale Fashion Square Mall. And uh, as you see, we're talking about big things in the uh, Major League Baseball. Specifically, uh, we're going to get into the... A-Rod suspension He's now suspended for 162 games, is also suing the entire Major League Baseball League and uh, uh, also being joined on commentary by our producer, uh, Cornelius. And um, Cornelius, uh, what what can you say about this um, A-Rod suspension? Oh,
3: okay, good. Suspension is for a full season, including playoffs. Uh, Alex is suing baseball, and he's also suing Bud Selig uh, in Major League Baseball um, for... Um, what he feels is truly unfair, and also he's suing the Players Association, the people that are really the union for ballplayers, only because under under the agreement um, that the players have with Major League Baseball, the way uh, Alex has been treated uh, doesn't really match what the agreement was. So Alex doesn't feel like he's gotten the support from his own union. Um, So it's it's kind of force-feeding um from what we were told that the arbitrator had his evidence evidence no, no actual um, proof just word-of-mouth evidence that was enough to uh, make his decision um, they say that the federal court the higher courts probably will uphold it meaning keep it so Alex would have to face his full suspension even though he's gonna fight it um, maybe maybe he gets his chance in court um, But the question is the fairness of it all. I know a lot of people know that a suspension of some type of what we've learned that is factual stuff But we assume the evidence uh, is a a suspension. Uh, The fact that you're associating yourself with the guy uh, from the Biogenesis Clinic uh, where a lot of people have gone to is not good. The guy has a criminal record dirty he may be lying creating things to cover his own butt. we don't we still don't know because that the way this guy is you know come from where he comes from but the thing with Alex is um, he has gotten the worst suspension in baseball history other than the Black Sox situation with throwing the ball game, that's the worst ever. You know about the 1919. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. You know, um and also Pete Rose's suspension. Mickey Mantle got suspended because he was associated with gambling. This is all with gambling, by the way. Um but this is not. This is about the drug testing. Major League Baseball never caught Alex Rodriguez, never tested him. He either he passed or somehow they're getting by. The word is out that baseball and other sports um uh, players know how to beat the system. Which means the system doesn't work. Uh, when guys like David Ortiz has been reported in as a user since 2003, um, and his numbers increased drastically in a better in his favor this year. He, he hit over 300. He was MVP of the World Series, you know, and all that. And and he's 39 years old, playing like he's 29 years old. Uh, people know that, and the Major League Baseball players know it too, but the fans know it. And the fans feel like it's really unfair. It just—it makes me sick because you're really targeting somebody for an, an example. And I, I got a text the other day from a, a lawyer who said to me, "You have to read Joe Torre's book. It tells you about Bud Selig's what he wants to do because under his reign as commissioner is when steroids became big. So when he leaves, he's trying." to make sure that's not part of his mark that he was the commissioner when baseball had that issue so he's so is this a his own vendetta if it's, is this his own way to try to clear his name from the he's going to get tagged with that yeah. you know what I'm saying so there's a lot going on there and I, feel, I actually feel for A-Rod I really do because not, not only because I, I want people to be treated fairly and I just don't think this is like Ryan Braun got caught twice by baseball yeah Twice, and he he got uh, fifty games. Oh yeah! Big- not not a not a season fifty games, you know. So anyway, uh, you guys you guys should talk about it. Now you heard what I have to say. Yeah. Now you talk about it.
1: Yeah, it seems <laughs> like a lot of MLB players are starting to get. I mean, there's a lot of MLB baseball criminals we've already seen this past offseason, like A Rod. And I think, I mean, it seems that it's kind of not really helping the MLB business wise i mean it used seems like it used to be our national pastime it it's really just gotten worse every year and uh pretty much it's not really going the way many baseball fans want it to be especially the suspensions that are going on and uh, it's just not very really good but we'll see what happens uh happens this upcoming season um spring training will be starting in march and um, season will begin in full swing in april and then We'll be televising L.A. Dodger broadcast this April, which will be uh, very exciting. But, yeah, it should be very exciting. So, overall, I have all the sports we talked about. Going to look forward to what we're going to see in 2014. And I've actually made a list in tw- what's uh, going to happen in 2014. We have the first ever NHL Stadium Series. San Francisco will uh, move to a new home in uh, Santa Clara. We'll have a uh, Sun steam Stadium construction beginning here for 2017. Uh, we got the Winter Olympics starting February 6th and the uh, 2014 World Cup in Brazil. And uh, it's going to be a very exciting year. So after all these uh, events, uh, Nikki, that are coming, uh, which uh, one, one event that you think is going to be the biggest?
2: Well, I, I'm i a big hockey fan, so I'm waiting for the, uh, the Olympics because... So many players are there and it's really who can beat who and there's always big rivalries in countries, U.S. and Canada in hockey, no matter what and the Olympics are always fun.
1: It will be very exciting and uh, once again it's going to be in Sochi, Russia uh, will be the uh, location for uh, this year's Winter Olympics. And not only that, we'll have a uh, Rio 2016 Summer Olympics, which is two years from now. So it's going to be a very exciting year for Winter Olympics, especially like for uh, Winter Olympic stars like Sean White. Uh, i got to say, he's got a completely new look. He's looking better than ever, especially uh, as he goes into the uh, Winter X Games. So it's going to be very exciting to see what he has in store for this uh, 2014 year and see how he's going to do. So I'm very excited. Uh, one one thing I'm going to be uh, very excited for uh, 2014 is um, I think uh, LA Kiss football is the inaugural year. It's going to start in March. And I know it's going to be very exciting. Uh, it's going to be AFL's new expansion team. It's going to be a very, uh, very big thing for uh, uh, me. It's going to be, uh, I, it's, I can't describe it. It's so exciting, you know? So it's going to be huge to see uh, what's going to happen in 2014, whether it's the Angel Stadium Series the MLB new season coming up and see how they're going to do or the Super Bowl that will take place in February. So yeah. there's a lot to see, uh, look forward to in 2014, but we'll see what is going to happen uh, this upcoming year. So with that, looks like we're out of time here. Um, but thank you for listening here on the uh, voice America kids network. Once again, uh, we're live from the Scottsdale uh, fashion square mall in Scottsdale, Arizona. And, uh, uh, yeah, Scottsdale, Arizona, here in uh, Fashion Square Mall at the uh, Microsoft Store. So we uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope to hear from you again. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Uh, next Friday will be our n- next new episode. Thank you, thank you for listening, and uh, you've been listening to Speaking of Sports on the Voice America Kids Network.
0: Thanks again for listening to Speaking of Sports on the Voice America Kids Channel. Make sure you come on back next week for another great show. The future of online TV is here.
4: Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com.
0: Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book.
4: What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit!